welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We are your hosts. I'm Brittany Barry. And I'm Penny Blackmore. If you like our show, please give it a little uh, like, a review, and maybe subscribe if you haven't already. That'd really be real great. Yes, thanks. I mumbled through that, but you you got the idea. Brittany and I just had Mexican rice. Oh, yeah. I could do Mexican anything, honestly. That was, I, I was telling Penny I felt a little bad because I had made the lunch, and then I kept talking about how good it was. <laughs> Which <laughs> is Brittany's a, a like, real I'm loving this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you, I am a magician in yeah, the kitchen. She actually is, though. And I feel the same way. Like, I make things sometimes and I'm like, well, I've t- got to take a snap of that one. <laughs> totally. totally proud of it. It's Honestly. fantastic. I have I have found that I've gotten uh, to be a much better chef as I get older. Uh, also, as you live in Berlin. Oh, That's yes. what it is. <laughs> Babe, That's funny. I cook so much more now that I live in Berlin. There's That's no so good true. takeaway options. There's I very limited good restaurants. I have not ordered takeout or like delivery or whatever in months because yeah, I just me refuse. Neither. Me yeah. neither. Because of Lee Ferrando. You Ugh. know who you are. I can't get into it, but it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So becoming a good chef. Anyway, more business or work or career stuff. What's going on with you? Oh, can you go first? Because I don't oh, know what's right. going on with me. <laughs> you need to. To assess I'm going to bounce on. off you. Okay, I like that. <laughs> um, so I had a couple of uh, things that I, I mean, basically the week has been a little bit of a, um, I don't know what the right word is. Casual. It's been casual. <laughs> it's been a, uh, a smorgasbord of, which is a Swedish term. For sandwich board. Yeah. For like a bunch of different things spread across a table that you can all a full eat. buffet. It's a buffet. Yeah. Of small items or whatever. A buffet. Anyway, so it's Britain. been a it's been a buffet of um of kind of ups and downs. So it's like basically I started the week and I was like, okay, Brittany, get your head in the game. You got lots to do this week. And then I had one of those like anxiety kind of ridden freak out moments mm. where I was just I was like, how am I gonna do everything? Mm. And then I sat down, <laughs> I did a big long list, and actually. It's totally fine. Once you write things down. This happens every time. Yeah, 100%. Once you write it, because it's all in your head and things keep popping up that you're like, oh, right, but I also have to do that and I also have to do that. And then I wrote everything down and I was like, oh, no, this is totally doable. I've got 12 things on my to-do list for today. <laughs> <laughs> that is a mighty long to-do list. Life. Yikes. Um, um, abundamort? No, what's the word? Abund- Bure- yeah, what is Bure- it again? Bu- oh, yeah. Bure- oh, shoot. Bureau mort. If you listen bureau to bureau anxiety, bureau, so, I mean that's yeah, what it okay, is about sorry. is bureaucracy. You'll anxiety. have to go back a few episodes to know what the heck we're talking about. But you should because that was a fun episode. Yeah, I'm doing all the cross promotions at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> episodes one to forty eight are really good. Yeah, Check them out. <laughs> you should listen to every single one. <laughs> um, the okay, the, and then the other thing that I thought was really interesting that I mm-hmm. really wanted to talk to you and to the pod listeners is um, I had dinner with a with a friend last night mm-hmm. and we got to talking about work and career as you do mm-hmm. with your friends who are mm-hmm. your age and in the similar uh, genre genre <laughs> exactly. And, you know, she was saying, she was like, you know, like, I'm really happy at work. Like, everything's going really well. Um, you know, there, I have no real, like, solid complaints. But she's like, but I don't know what I'm, where I'm going. Like, I don't know what my goal is. Like, what is mm. my, what am I actually working towards? I'm just kind of doing the things that I'm supposed to do. And I'm definitely progressing. Like, mm. I think she definitely feels like she's moving forward. But 
what is it that she's moving forward towards? Yeah. Right? This is the this is the real question. And I thought that was really interesting because she was like, Brittany, it seems like you have like kind of recently like established a bit of a direction for yourself, mm. right? And I just realized that this only like because things are for her have always been good, mm. it's so hard for you to actually take a moment to be like, okay, but what am I actually working towards? Where am yeah. I going? It's almost like she hasn't had to make a decision per se because everything's wrong. Like this person is a really sort of smart, hyper-capable person. Yes. So naturally things have run very well for her yeah. in terms of like, yes, okay, you, next you get a promotion and next you move yeah. to a better role and yeah. next, next, next. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but what, uh, what, why? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like what do, what do I, I think the, the, the thing that you have to remember to do sometimes is actually kind of reflect and think about what you actually want. Like, what is your goal? Do you want to mm. do something on your own? Do you want to work, keep working for like similar companies to what you're doing right now? Like what, you know, do you want to become a, an executive? Mm. Like what is the goal? Yeah. Right. I mean, you don't always have to have a really direct specific goal, but just, it's nice. I think for me, I like having something to work towards. Oh, me too. For sure. I think, um, there's a, a really good analogy for um, the two different types of employees oh, um, yeah. in the Radical Candor book by Kim Scott, and mm-hmm. it talks about superstars and rock stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so superstars are like people who are climbing the ladder, um, not in a negative way, but they're sort of like, okay, I want this promotion. I want to manage people. I want to like move, make progress in my career. Whereas rock stars, are, they're sort of like specialists, right? So they're like really trying to hone their craft um, and get really good at what they do. Yeah. Um, and so I think the trajectory for those two different categories of person, and you can also, you can kind of swim in and out of those categories as well. You're for not sure. permanently a superstar or a rock star. Yeah. Um, so I think the the trajectory for each of those categories is very, like it makes sense if you put it in that context. For sure. Because I think like superstars, it's kind of obvious. It's like, promotions and management and moving up in the chain. Mm-hmm. Whereas rock stars, I think if you become like really hyper good at something, then that's, it, it's kind of like, well, now what's your dream client or company that you want to work for? Yeah. What's the thing that you really believe in? Like some people might be like, oh, I want to work on like human rights or, you know, uh, fashion or, uh, yeah. you know, like there could be different industries that you could move into. and Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Mm. There's always kind of, you can always sort of have a direction, even if the direction isn't like, I need to go up in my career and mm. get a promotion, get, you know, become a leader and whatever, mm. be the, I don't know, yeah, CEO or whatever. Yeah, I think it comes down to like figuring out whether you want to manage people or not, because that's a whole thing. Oof. And you've got to know that if you're managing people, you probably aren't getting to do your craft anymore. This is exactly right. I think people often forget that once when you move up and then you start managing people, you're not really executing much anymore. Exactly. Yeah. If anything. It's a whole bunch of people management. In fact, yeah. I saw my tax accountant yesterday and he's like <laughs> he was like, You're doing really well. Don't hire anyone. <laughs> And I was like, okay, thanks. Uh, I love yeah. that. He's like, just don't do it. Just trust me, okay? Just don't hire anyone. He's like, you're doing fine right now. This is good. That is so But just funny. nobody. And he's like, if you get an assistant or something, you're better off paying them in cash and just keeping it sort of to the side. And I was like, okay. 
That is really funny. I He's love that. He's a wild child. I love him. Yeah. He sounds like a real character. Mm-hmm. Love having a character as a tax accountant. Oh, it's rare. I'll tell you, they are hard to come by. And he's also yeah. nice. That's nice. Which is very rare in Germany. Yeah. You know? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Germans. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. So what have you got in your notes there, Penn? Um, so Brittany and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, sometimes when you're hungover, you actually perform better. Because you kind of go into the zone. You stop overthinking it and you get on stage or you get in front of people and you're just like reverting to something inside, like a yeah. memory of victories past. But I all, so I agree. We did talk about this and we did say that. And that is true. <laughs> but the only thing is, is I like, I only perform well hungover if I have to perform. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, if right. I'm sitting, if I have to sit at home and do work oh, hell on my no. computer, like it's just not going to happen. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. When, when I said perform, I actually meant like run a workshop. you have or... to do one thing. Right. Whereas if I'm at home, nothing's happening. Oh, and it's God. also so painful. Actually, let's not talk about that because I never want to be hungover again. I know. <laughs> Every time I think about After it, I'm our like, trip no. to Weimar, I'm like, I am never drinking again. Never again. Mm. Yeah. Lots mm. of wine. Also, I want to know, Brittany, like, how do you deal with comments on social media Mm. where you're just like, are you serious? Um, So, like, like rude comments or... Rude comments or, like, people being really judgmental. Like, they're just like, oh, like, for example, (laughs) this is so funny. So I'm part of this uh, group on Facebook called Female Leaders Berlin. Oh, okay. And it's like, there's like 90 members or something. It's no big deal. Um, And (laughs) it's also funny because I don't consider myself a leader at all. Someone (laughs) added me to the group, okay? That's nice. Um, What a a nice compliment. And this lady added a post and it said like, what does everyone think of these programs? And And she linked to this Oxford University Women in Leadership program. It was like a three day course or whatever. You pay you go there, you learn how to be a leader, or also you maybe learn how to be like, how to deal with the world, right? And my comment was, (laughs) and I'm not, just to be clear, I'm not against these programs. Right. But I'm like, I think a lot of people could benefit from just doing the thing that they're thinking about doing instead of doing courses about it. Right. And I also I also challenge the idea that women should have to go to courses at Oxford even when men should be going to courses and dealing <laughs> with us. Okay, but how so how can you learn then? Like what would you suggest? Well, what do you need to learn? Like I'm not saying you don't need to learn anything, but like mm. sometimes just doing things is better. So anyway, I made a comment about like just maybe you already have the skills that you need and you need more confidence. And you mm. need that sort of blind confidence that some people have. And uh, and this woman who wasn't involved just kind of jumped in and she's like, I can tell that you don't like to learn and probably you're not very good at your job. What? <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck are you talking wow. about? And it was funny because it was like, we're in a group about women. I'm supporting. And there's and- a woman literally tearing me down after I made a totally innocent comment. Wow. Like, I'm just, and I'm not challenging the fact that people sometimes need to go to these courses, but I am challenging, like, you know, what like you might actually get from it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, in, in st- and I said to the lady, like, instead of doing this three-day course, could you actually 
approach three people in your organization and be like, hey, I want you to sponsor me. I want to be in leadership and I want your help. Like, could you be more practical about it? Is this a procrastination tool? Is it an excuse? And sometimes I feel like the more I learn about how people feel about female leaders, the more discouraged I am from doing it. Mm. So I'm yeah. like, just do it, babe. Like, that was basically my advice. I yeah. was being very supportive. Yeah. Anyway, so. I do think you have to be, like, I think that it's really difficult to go to, like, a three-day course about being a leader and then to come away and be like, and now I am a, a great leader. Mm. It's like, that's not exactly how it works. I agree with the sponsorship thing where you want to be in leadership, you get some people to help you in your organization, people you think are great leaders, potentially. Mm. And maybe as you're sort of learning and going, you get that kind of, like, the feedback loop and you sort of learn tactics and you, but you have to apply things as you're yeah, and also, like, like, we know from science that the problem isn't women being incompetent. The, mm, prom- mm-hmm. problem, the problem is men and, and other women, actually, not giving women leadership opportunities. Yeah. So how are you going to learn that in a course? That's what yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, it just really annoyed me. But anyway, and then this lady's like, you don't like to learn. <laughs> After I'd also literally spent all morning learning a new skill by myself in my kitchen like what was it it's a sales thing it's really boring oh I love <laughs> but can I just tell a quick Facebook story please so Philip's mom uh called him the other day my boyfriend my German boyfriend um she lives in like a small it's not a town it's a city but it's a small city mm-hmm. in Germany and um name and address him. yeah <laughs> she called him to ask um how much it costs to sign up for Facebook. And, oh! and if she signed up for one year and then decided that <gasps> she didn't want to and then decided that she didn't want to do it anymore, that she could she like get out of it. I can't. Isn't that unbelievable? I was like, that is so cute. It's so cute. Oh, fuck, mom's are cute. It was, and it was so funny because she was like, then we were talking with her and and like helping her sign up. And she's really excited because she she has some friends that are on it. And she heard that you can share photos. Very excited about sharing photos. Yeah. Um, and so we're helping her sign up and she's like, and, and I said, this is so exciting. You're going to be on Facebook. And she said, well, yeah, you know, I have to, I have to, you know, keep up with the times. And you're like, you're 10 years yeah, too exactly. late. We were like, I don't know about keeping up. This is literally the time where everyone is dropping, dropping off, off yeah, of Facebook. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Oh, it so was adorable. Yeah. damn. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, it. All it costs you is like a small part of your soul. Facebook, right? <laughs> your sanity and your personal data. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It actually does cost you quite a bit. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's really funny. My When I signed my mom up for Facebook mm-hmm. about, uh, I hope she's not listening, <laughs> but then about six months later, I went, <laughs> dying, it's so cute. About six months later, I went to her house and I, I, obviously I was there in the meantime, but I asked her like, oh, how are you going with the Facebook? And she's like, I don't really get the point. It's just these emails in my inbox. And then I don't, and then I realized she'd oh, never been into Facebook. She hadn't gone on She was Facebook. just getting the notification emails and she didn't know what to do with them. And I was like, That's oh, so Jesus cute. Christ, that is adorable. I love that so much. There's got to be, I wish there was a, an Instagram account that's like mums on social media. I would have I'm so much. I'm sure there is. I would have so much to add to that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Your mum oh. without her exclamation mark. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, mom, you want to FaceTime? Happy face, happy face, exclamation mark. I get back, sure, period. <laughs> that is literally how Brutal. she types. It's unbelievable. She's not excited for it. I know. <laughs> I'm like, she or not. not I'm always, I always respond. I'm like, or not, mom. Or not. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, my mom's good with the emojis. That is good. <laughs> we'll end the mum bashing there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, poor old mumsies. My mum's definitely listening. Alrighty, Rudy, we are getting. <laughs> Alrighty, Rudy. Keep that in there. I like that. I think that's definitely our vibe. Oh, Let's pop into the old topic. So today we're talking about um, the classic term future proofing. Like everywhere you look, everyone's like, is it future proof? Uh, Are we future proofing? Yeah. It's um, oh, we should actually link to that article that Kit shared with us. Oh, yeah. All about the lingo in yeah, the, it's yeah, very, yeah. very good. The ja- yeah, that's The great. jargon. Yeah. To, yeah, all about all these words that everyone's Circling using. Circling back. And yeah, yeah, yeah. in and Ch- rounding yeah. bouting and on and offing. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, so we're talking all about how to future-proof yourself in your career. To um, an extent. You know. To an extent. Mostly, we're just going to be telling you not to freak out. Yeah, uh, that's our main part. message. <laughs> yeah. Chill. Robots are miles away. And even if they come... You know, I mean, the thing about the robots is that <laughs> I believe you really just have to be nice to the robots, and they'll be nice to you. Agree. Okay? Yeah, Maybe you you'll end up good being, side. That's the thing. And that's why I always say uh, thank you to Siri mm-hmm. and please. Mm-hmm. I use please and thank you with Siri, and I think that. You know, that's just the beginning. You have to keep that going. And the thing is, maybe you'll end up being one of the people that they keep around. Maybe you'll be in a cage. You know what I mean? You'll be like their entertainment or whatever, but at least you're still there witnessing everything go down. Would you rather be in a zoo or? Oh, I forgot the end of that joke. (laughs) Forget it. Forget it. So So we're future-proofing. all seriousness, yeah. We're trying to get better at, we're trying to get a little bit more uh, prepared well, no, we're actually not trying to get prepared, but we're thinking about what are the mindsets that we'd like to adopt in order to be comfortably comfortable in our careers for the rest of our lives until we can't afford to retire. Oh, I know. <laughs> that is like a huge issue, right? With yeah, the, I know. with everybody these days. They're all freaked out that no one's going to have money to retire. That's why I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, great. <laughs> That's a retirement plan in and of itself. Sorry, that was insensitive. <laughs> um <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's also, so, we haven't even had alcohol. We're so blubbery. I know, today. it's really, we got <laughs> oh, the bubbles. Okay. I'll tell you. Okay, so first thing that we're going to talk about Ooh. is actually a topic that we already brought up in this episode continuous learning. Just continue to do it. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole thing. No, the, the thing <laughs> is, the first thing you need to think about is not staying you know, complacent or not being Mm. complacent. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with coasting, as we've talked about before. There's Uh nothing wrong with being like chilled and not constantly trying to advance everything all the time. But there is something to be said for like being like, okay, I'm at this place where I'm comfortable with everything that I do. What, how can I further my skill set? Yeah, exactly. Um, And kind of like just uh, 
the worst thing that can happen is that you get to a point where you realize you have to learn a bunch of skills really quickly. Yeah. So it's best if you're just kind of learning a little bit all the time. 100%. Yeah. I could actually take our advice on that. I think I need to like maybe expand a little bit on my my learnings. Sure. I mean, I just read the whole internet once a week. Yeah. I know you so do. so much shit. You it's do really learn great. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a newsletter, Brit. I mean, I don't know what I have to tell you. That's true. I mean, Jokes, I, do you're subscribed. Love, I do love the newsletter. <laughs> Um, okay, so in terms of, this is one thing that actually a client of ours, a client of Penny and ours, has uh, been talking a lot about, and it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. When you think about um, uh, skilling up your team or yourself, um, a lot of people are so focused on learning a certain topic, right? Mm. Like learning UX or learning um you know, editing or learning whatever. But actually, you should focus more on like skill-based learning instead of topic-based learning. Yeah. So things like how can I be more creative? How can I do critical thinking when I approach my work? How can I collaborate better? How how can I communicate with people in the best possible way? Like these are called soft skills, but then that makes them sound less important, but they're honestly like in my opinion, they are 75% of any job. Yeah. Even if you're like the best developer in the world, if you can't defend your ideas, if you can't talk to your team a little bit, there's no point. Okay. That's a radical assumption. There's less point. <laughs> yeah. The thing about this whole soft skills thing that I think a lot of people forget about or or it's just not top of mind for them is that other people want to work with people that they like mm-hmm. and that can communicate well. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and actually I think very often when I'm hired, it has a lot to do with the fact that the person's like, I think I just genuinely like this person and she seems competent. Mm. You know, it's not that I came out and was like, I'm the best in exactly yeah. what I do and I'm the only one. You know, that's actually not usually the case. It's it's much more about a feeling that they get from someone because you're really good at communicating and you, mm. you know, you can do that, those subtle things subtle things when you're talking with someone and and exactly yeah exactly I also think that like if you learn um so I'm gonna list some soft skills for you creativity problem solving analytical critical thinking emotional intelligence active learning judgment decision making uh leadership skills technology skills embracing change so those are some skills that not only will help you in your job but they'll help you to be more more uh, capable of getting different types of jobs. Yeah. Because if you're, um, let's say you're a marketing manager and you want to learn um, about user experience design, like being able to communicate with people and being able to use empathy and making decisions and those sort of things will actually help you to learn about that particular topic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't, speak highly enough and I think obviously like there's a long list of soft skills so maybe if there's just a few that you feel like you can isolate and focus on for a period of time and make sure that those things are really um, nice and polished and then trying to I mean it's just a matter of like reading a bunch of stuff about it that's what I think it's like read some good books and apply what you're learning Mm -hmm. as you go and just and just try to become very self-aware. I think that's yeah. the thing. The self-awareness yeah. is, is the thing that's lacking a lot of the For time. Sure. And I mean, the final point on um, continuous learning is to not get committed to specific tools. So um, <clears throat> in my opinion, I don't know how you feel about this, Brit, but if I was a social media specialist now, I would not get 
completely tied to Instagram. Yeah. In in an inflexible way. I totally agree. And I see so many people do that. They're mm. like, I'm the Instagram expert. And it's mm. like, what happens when Instagram just like drops off the face? And becomes like uncool or they yeah, have a legal a sudden, problem or yeah, it gets like, hacked. Like all these things could happen. So I agree. It's good to be tool agnostic. Like you're going to have a whole bunch of tools at your disposal throughout your career. Um, and you need to be able to cycle them in and out in an effective way instead of, um, and I guess it's the same with like a lot of the tech professions. Mm-hmm. Like there are these different tools you can use and they're great at the time, but don't get obsessed with them and don't tie your career to a tool. 125%. Oh boy. Let's talk about network. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so, so we really think um, in order to make sure that you're uh, staying afloat in the future world where there's lots of robots, lol, there's not going to be that many robots, but... Um, I think there's going to be loads of robots. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a good idea to constantly be networking, not only just within your very tight community, but also trying to get to like some things out and about. So you just totally. have a bit of visibility about what's going on in the world. Exactly. And I think there's like something to be said for, um, obviously you're going to have network of who you currently work with and who you've worked with in the past, but mm-hmm. also like networking outside of your direct, you know, mm-hmm. colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to events sometimes, like actually getting a little bit, there are so many different meetups going on all the time for certain like industries, if you're into marketing, there's going to be something about market. Like you know, if, you know, if you're a designer, there's all these design. Those are the kinds of places where you will expand your network to the point mm. where it will actually benefit you if you know shit hits the fan or yeah. whatever. And the and the reason for this is that if you have some like trusted advisors throughout um, the workspace in the city that you live in, um, this will help you. I mean, like, I don't see anyone's job being made redundant immediately, but if you find yourself in a position where you're like, oh, okay, well, I could, my career could stand to take a change of of path, then you'll have people to talk to about it and people that might be able to assist you in getting, uh, getting you into another field of work or maybe another industry or even just another kind of company. Um, and, and just give you a bit of advice on that. Yeah. You need to be able to have a broad range of influence in your life. This is the thing. Yeah. And putting yourself out there a little bit. I mean, we talk a lot about this or we have talked a lot about this, but actually kind of like making sure you have somewhat of a presence, whether it's online or in person um, in some way, you have a bit of a presence about yourself and you, mm. you know, you're someone that people recognize as, you know, this person knows a lot about this or mm. has these kinds of opinions or whatever you are sort of creating a bit of a brand around yourself. Yeah. It's important. Broadening your flipping horizons. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is so funny. It's like something my mom used to say all the time to me. It's like, you got to broaden your horizons. Brittany. You got to, you know. Such a mom thing to say. Yeah. It's like very important, right? Have your hands in different pies or yeah. whatever. Diversify. Um, diversify. Yeah. And this, I think. It's a safe strategy. A hundred percent. And when it comes to future proofing, this is exactly what's going to help you out. Mm -hmm. So, and those soft skills that we talked about before and the network and everything, this is all kind of coming into play here. So try to actually um, better understand um, like things that are outside of your immediate maybe industry or work, but maybe are somehow related. Mm. So if you work in design, Mm. it'd be really great for you to learn a little bit about business Yeah, and somehow, you know, how to kind of connect those two things. You'll Mm. be much more valuable that way. Yeah, it's super important to 
I mean, it can be so easy for people to get like really drawn into their specific profession or industry, but it's really important to understand the ecosystem that you're working in. Um, and this, uh, I mean, like this helps in all sorts of ways, but um, yeah, if you can kind of look at the uh, the whole world as it's playing out and figure out where you where you sort of sit in there, um, then you become much more of a valuable asset. And mm. you also have a better understanding of like, what you're going to do after, like, <laughs> after the job apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I think also it's just nice talking to people with broad interests. Oh, it totally <laughs> is. There's nothing worse oh. than talking to someone that can only talk about one thing. Yeah. The, oh, it drives me nuts. Yeah. I'm like, can we just, like, change the conversation a little bit? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on out there. <laughs> exactly. The world is a big place. I mean, and that's the other thing about actually um, not, yet again, not getting too specific with what you are are skilled in. Mm. So I think this is a mistake that can often happen, or maybe not a mistake, but something that can maybe prevent you from being able to, um, you know, pivot easily is if you learn something and then you keep, you know, if, let's say you get really excited about animation or something. Mm. And you start learning to be an animator. And then you go down the, I mean, I don't know what the more specific, you know, maybe you're like emotion graphics person mm. or whatever and you go down this sort of rabbit hole and you keep learning more specific and you become really really specialized and it's like all of a sudden there's nowhere for you to really go if all of a sudden what you do becomes a commodity yeah exactly right? yeah for sure and also like actually it's funny that you give the animation example because I know that um in the U.S. there were um different states were kind of competing this is probably a couple of years ago but different states were competing um, to get film industries to come and shoot pictures in those states mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they were like, oh, we'll give tax breaks to these industries. So the animation industry got taken right to the bottom in terms of commodification because everyone was just competing on price. Yeah. Um, and it got to a point where people were working like 80-hour weeks and they'd had like six years at university and they were so highly professional and getting paid not very much at all. Yeah. Like profit margins were really just scraping by. So, um, yeah, backing, I mean, like, it sounds like we're kind of, uh, we're, we're attacking specialists a little bit and yeah. we're definitely not attacking specialists, but, no. um, backing yourself into a corner is never a good thing. Yeah. Like you can definitely be a specialist in what you do and be really fucking good at it, but you should definitely have some interest in, you know, mm. the business behind what you do yeah. and like the bigger picture. Exactly. Um, just have some interest in that and, you know, learn a little bit about it because it will help you a lot when, mm. if and when you, you know, and it's not like it's going to be some crazy, but, you know, if you lose your job or something mm. and then you can't find a job in this really specific area, mm -hmm. at least you have the awareness of like, oh yeah, well in this industry, there's actually this thing that, um, you know, this position that has kind of opened up recently because yeah. of new technology or whatever. And like, you'll be aware of those mm things. Exactly. And I think, um, do you ever hear people saying, oh, I really like the look of this job, but I don't really care about the company. Yes. It's not of interest to me. And I'm yeah. like, that's fascinating to me because I don't think I've ever really been genuinely interested in any of the companies I work for. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in people and I'm interested in business and I'm yeah. interested in like learning. So what they sell is kind of I mean, I have to stand behind it to some point. Yeah. But like, I'm I'm not the sort of person who thinks they're going to be able to work on their dream 
you know, like Walt Disney. Yeah kind of thing yeah totally <laughs> I mean that would be nice but also I it doesn't it's not super important to me so if you see a job that you're interested in and you're like oh but do I really care about internet of things or uh, cloud computing or whatever it's like yeah maybe you should be maybe that's a, that's exactly what you need yeah. to try something that's completely new to you and um, maybe not immediately fascinating but everything is interesting once you get into it so true that's the thing yeah um, my mom always used to say, only boring people are bored. Ooh. <laughs> Very <mom>. judgy. <laughs> I like, but, but she's I, damn right. <laughs> yeah, but I think she's totally right, mm. actually. Yeah, mm. I think that's really, I like that. <laughs> only boring people are bored. I think people need to know more about how digital products are made. Yeah. Don't you? Like, sometimes I talk to people and I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Like, right. how? Like but what maybe do, that's maybe that's just because I'm in the industry. Yeah, I do. I think that, um, yeah. Like I'm just trying to think of other industries that I'm not involved in at all, and do I know anything about them? Um, I'm trying to like you know I don't really know how cars are made. Yeah, I, I guess it's just because like technology is like more technology jobs are becoming available. That's true, and they're good jobs. Like this is the same reason that women. Uh, are fighting to get more jobs in the tech industry because it's such a growing industry. Yeah, right. Um, and it's a really safe kind of profession to have in the in the future. So yeah, I mean True I, that, right? Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but I didn't actually think about it that way. But it's yeah. of course technology is a really great place to be exactly. uh, for yeah. the future. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> get into tech. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, just feel like such a moron that that really hit home for me. I'm like, yes. Mm. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I had a bit of a moment Because there. it's a growing space. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, why do women need to code? And it's like, well, we don't really. Mm-hmm. It's the same as telling Nobody women, wants like, to code. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's because the industry is growing and it's yes. going to become such a dominant industry. Yeah or space um, and it's future proof in a way like if you understand how to create digital products and you can kind of travel anywhere in the world and mm-hmm. do you can be a I mean like being a UX designer right now you could literally go anywhere in the world far and just out, do Brussels it in sprout. English <laughs> far out Brussels sprout okay that's, that's all what I have Penny to say says on that all the time and I love it's totally true everybody get into tech become product designers <laughs> well <laughs> just, just jokes just joking So one thing that I'm going to put into the show notes, into Mm -hmm. the links, is, I I mean, most people out there probably have seen these videos, but the Boston Dynamics videos. Do you know Uh, what I'm talking about when I say that? maybe I don't. Okay. Maybe this is like the soul patch. (laughs) You thought you knew, but you didn't know. Boston Dynamics. So I'm going to show Penny one of these videos live so that we can really get a reaction from her. Boston uh, is this those cute little guys and they're like, oh, cute. my God, does that say parkour? <gasps> yeah. Let's so this is one. what fucking robots are able to do at this point in time. Should we put it on mute? I think it already <gasps> Whoa! is. Look at that. So th- this is a robot Whoa! somersaulting down. Oh, my God. It's the first video that comes up when you look up Boston Dynamics. Oh, my God. He did a little jumpy. Yeah. Like this is this is jump. where we're at with robots, Penny. So don't tell me okay, that they're that they're like 20 years away from, you know. See, I don't. It's crazy. 
Look at him That's do the so jump. interesting. Doesn't that terrify you? Like some of these really scare me, these videos, because it's like actually like they have these dog ones. Oh, these uh, the ones dog are the ones scary. Cre- oh, yeah, that's <gasps> fucking creepy. I've seen these. Oh, one. my God. Terrible. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. It's interesting because robot means so many different things. Like, that's true. When I think of robots, I don't think of physical robots. I think of like AI stuff and machine learning stuff. Oh, really? Which is dumb because obviously this is an actual robot, but yeah. I think of like algorithms that oh, can okay. do your job for you. Like apparently, I literally it's so think funny, of a human like, as a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, that's fair though because that's much more what it is. But yeah. um, it's funny. Have you read those Forbes articles that are like, well, not Forbes, but like those online articles that are like, here are the top 10 jobs that you shouldn't do because <sighs> they're going to be done by robots in two months. And you're like, oh, sales <laughs> apparently is going to be completely done by robots. Oh, nice. oh, which wow. is so funny because I'm like, sales is... 90% human. Yeah, what? Like, people are not, I mean, like, maybe I'm, they mark mean my like, words. But. Maybe they're talking about, like, retail sales. I hate this creepy little thing, yeah. by the way. If <laughs> I saw that on the street, I would run. <laughs> but he would catch you very fast. <laughs> was it you that I was oh telling God. the other day that the guy grabbed me and I just screamed? Yeah. That's very funny. That's the way to go. Yeah. Just scream. Just scream. Oh, who's this woman? So, okay, <laughs> we need to get back to wrapping up. <laughs> okay, sorry. The, um, the podcast. We got the podcast. Penny, was still here. Penny literally, all, like, we almost witnessed you go into a YouTube <laughs> hole um, just yeah. then, but I, I pulled her out just in time. Thanks, Britt. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'd just like to say thank you for listening to the episode. I'd like to say it too. All right. We can both <laughs> say it. Um, thanks for listening to this extra bubbly episode and guess what guys next week is our 50th podcast anniversary oh my god I.e. it's our 50th episode yeah not it's... the 50th year <laughs> that would be insane we've been doing this podcast for a very long time uh, since we're before we were old. born yeah. um and so expect something special we should maybe give them a little teaser of what we're expect gonna... us to be drunk so we will definitely be drunk maybe and no, we'll be we'll be disclosing some pretty like personal yeah stuff yeah there'll be lots of secrets ooh secrets yeah big reveals big reveals <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what could it be I'm scared to reveal my things <laughs> I know right yeah gotta f- figure out some PC things to re- reveal <laughs> we'll keep it PC for the most part okie dokie okay bye oh 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 remember. <laughs> Enjoy your week at work and don't be a dick.